The Word in the World. You're listening to The Word in the World podcast, a resource to help make the world around you make sense. Let's zone in and share with each other our knowledge, encouragement, wisdom, and understanding. This is The Word in the World. Welcome back to The Word in the World podcast, where we bring you topics, talk, and truth. Everything from the news to the New Testament. What's good? What's we, up? Uh, we just chilling tonight. Yeah. Yeah. Chilling, chilling, chilling. Yeah. We had some, again, <laughs> we had episode. some things we wanted to talk about. <laughs> it's like a broken record. Yeah. We just kind of like, we come down here and we just start talking about stuff. Yeah. We come in with ideas. We start talking about stuff. Those ideas change. We end up recording something different. Uh-huh. Even today, like we try to like structure something. It was like, uh-huh. eh. Yeah. Let's just do a, a jam session. If you're not familiar with the jam session, it's like our most laxed uh, type of a show. Mm-hmm. We really just... <laughs> we just sit and talk. Yeah, we just talk about things. Because like, if you're a new listener, this whole podcast came about because like Marcus used to drive home from work for like an hour <laughs> or something. Yeah. And I don't know, this was like two years ago. This is obviously before the podcast started. Yeah. But he would call me. And just be like, hey, man, I want to ask you something. <laughs> and then we just start talking about stuff. Because I know he like, was full of full oh of the God. word of God. <laughs> <laughs> the word just flowed. About, nah, so we would have these convos. And this went on for like, I don't know, a couple months or something. Yeah, like, yeah. At least like two or three times a week. We yeah. would have these long convos while he was driving home and stuff. And then, uh, so yeah, it's the same it's just that yeah you know the jam session is pretty much just that kind of vibe exactly yeah so this this uh <laughs> this particular jam session yeah. is uh kind of stemming from something jay asked me i guess maybe a couple of weeks ago probably yeah. even longer than that but like he was asking me like, what do you think about this whole speak things into existence thing that people say mm-hmm. and like it's a it's it's a lot of that going on yeah because you know. cause look, I get very caught up in like, I just, my brain is analytic, you know what I'm meticulous. saying? And meticulous. Yeah. Yeah. A little critical yeah. sometimes. <laughs> you pressed. You pressed, dog. Oh, pressed. <laughs> but that's what helps me sleep at night, personally. So like, <laughs> when I see certain things that are like uh, popular in Christian culture, and because I just love to be living in truth. Right. You know, because yeah. I have lied to people before and distorted their truth. Yeah. And I have lived with the guilt of what that is. Mm-hmm. And I've been lied to before. You mm-hmm. know what I'm saying? Wow. And lived with the whole distorted truth. Right. And I just think that that's like one of the foulest things that can happen to a person. Yeah. You know, to think the world is one way or a relationship with someone is one way or that this person is that person and they're totally not that person. Wow. It's just, I think it's just a terrible thing to do. And like I said, I've done it to people. Wow. And so, you know, when I, I just am extra critical when it comes to, especially the word of God, because I I try to live according to it, that I'm living actually according to the truth in it and not something that like, that I've just heard from a preacher or from, again, popular Christian culture. And now I just applied it to my life when after all, I don't, I don't even know what it's talking about or if it's even in the Bible. Yeah. 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 And then you don't want to be like responsible for like teaching somebody something Mm. and having them thinking that oh this thing is possible then they go to do it it doesn't happen they come yeah. back and they're like yeah i tried it didn't work yeah you know? that's blood so, on your hands exactly pretty much yeah. that's titus 111 
Tell us about teaching things that you ought not teach. I got him. I got him. I mean, come on. <laughs> I mean, come on. Get back to that sound <laughs> doctrine. Uh, so, what's up with speaking things into existence, man? I don't know, man. Yeah. I, like I was telling you, dude, like I came across this girl's uh, page and she was talking about uh, Romans 4.17. Okay. And it says... All right. Well, part of Romans 4:17 says call into existence the things that do not exist, right? Yeah. And so that was kind of like the part of the scripture that she was using. Um and she was just basically saying like um you know, we don't have to pray for everything. There are certain things that we can just command and they will happen uh-huh. and God will give them to you. Um and that was kind of like the gist of everything she was saying. And I was just like, well, where is she getting this from and yeah. i looked up the verse and you know she just took a, a piece of the end of verse 17 and you know totally took it out of context uh-huh. what paul is talking about god and he's saying and he calls into existence the things do not exist it's this really you know lofty thing about how who god is and stuff yeah. like that so you're saying that's not gives, even about people no being able to do that at no. all he says okay. it's He's talking about God. He says that. he gives life. Do that. <laughs> you, you can't even do that. that. <laughs> I try to let you can't live, do that. <laughs> oh man, go ahead. Yeah, man. <laughs> but you know, and then like yeah, that phrase, I spoke that into existence. Yeah. Like I've heard numerous people say that with over the past few years. Like it's, a, it's kind of a popular thing now. I think you even told me like it's a, a Nipsey lyric that goes like, uh, "What is it? I spoke it into the universe and it came right back." Yeah. Yeah. You know, so there's a lot of this going on both in Christianity and outside of it. It's like, right. you know, The Secret, that book. Oh, it's all about whole, that. Yeah, yeah. Law of Attraction, uh-huh. you know, vision, envisioning things, believing it, you know, uh, saying, speaking it, all that. Yeah. It's about essentially, I, I don't know, man, it's like you're you're making your own yeah. way. And yeah. You don't need God or something. Yeah. So... Would you say like declare, decree, name it, claim it, all kind of fit into the same like realm yeah, of yeah. speaking into existence? Yeah. And we, it seems like it's only good. No, nah, go ahead. You go ahead. Go no, ahead. it seems like it's only for good things uh-huh. too. You know, it's for okay. like money, cars, health, health, yeah. wealth. You know that okay. type of stuff. Yeah. Job. Uh, I, this sounds like an interview, but what do you think? that like comes from though you know i know we have like that scripture in romans right mm-hmm. it's like a scriptural basis and i definitely know of some other ones mm-hmm. that kind of lend themselves to that mm-hmm. belief system if you will mm-hmm. you know what i mean like um i know one of the, when we talked about this before one of the things that one of the scriptures that popped in my mind was job chapter 22 which mm-hmm. says like a righteous man decrees a thing and it's established for him mm-hmm. you know and then um some people talk about the story of Elijah, where he like said that it wouldn't rain, mm-hmm. you know, and it didn't rain, right? And uh, there are obviously scriptures that people could or do reference mm-hmm. in order to support this. But I think that when you start taking a closer look at them, they it kind of unravels a little bit. Yeah. You know what I mean? Um, but why do you think people? Because that, that was the question I was going to ask at first. Is like, why do you think people? gravitate towards such a thing as like i want to be able to speak things into existence mm-hmm. you know 
and we kind of talked about this a little bit earlier. I'm, I'm acting like this is a real question, but it's not. <laughs> it's kind of rhetorical. <laughs> but setting like, up his answer. Yeah, yeah. I'm setting up myself <laughs> to, to talk a little bit. <laughs> you know. <laughs> but no, I think people just want people just want control over their circumstances, man, mm-hmm. and they want to just believe that they can they can achieve that yeah. by any means necessary, even if that means is changing up the word of God mm-hmm. a little bit, you know, to kind of fit that desire. Yeah. You know, which is, I mean, it's like, like I get it, mm-hmm. you know, but I don't know. I kind of look at it like, like God has everything set up a particular way for a reason. Yeah. Right. Like if, and you just, you just said this, like if you're able to just call things into existence mm-hmm. as you so please, do you still need God? Yeah. You know, aren't you God at that point? Don't you have, you know, where's your dependence on him? Like some things you don't even have to pray for. Like if you take that statement, look at that statement. Where does that statement yeah. put you mentally? Yeah. You know, so you ain't even got to pray for that. You, you just, you just say it. it. You just do it. Just, it's going to happen. Yeah. And so like, even just to talk to that point real quick, you really don't see that in scripture where somebody isn't praying for something yeah. and commanding something. You yeah. don't see that. Right. Where it's just some rogue guy who has no relationship with, you know, God, the father yeah. or Christ. You just doing stuff. <laughs> right. It's not happening. Like even when you see, um, when you do see Elijah, uh, commanded not to reign for years, mm-hmm. that story I think is in first or second Kings. Right. But then you see it referenced in the book of James that he prayed earnestly. Mm-hmm. So it's like, yeah, he did command it not to reign, but you also see this praying earnestly is a part of that actually happening yeah it's these two things in combination mm-hmm. you know but there's a there's an asking right that has to happen and like there's you know the reason i'm even bringing this up is because there, there has to be a humility involved with everything that you're going to do with god mm-hmm. you know what i mean if you want once you start acting i mean like come on man <laughs> go ahead and try to be you know prideful with god and act like you know, something's going to happen that he didn't intend to happen and it's all your will. Like, mm-hmm. you're way outside the will of God at that point, you know? Mm. But I just think it's uh, it's just interesting, man, because I think it's just that we, we just want, we want to feel like we have some kind of power. We want to feel like we have some kind of control. And any, I guess what I'm trying to get at is like any power or control that we do have, you know, is going to be in God's will. You know what I'm saying? It ha- mm. Like, it's, it's yeah. as a result of humility, yeah. not not like this prideful type of a attitude yeah you know but i think that's where people i didn't set up my question I, yeah, went nah, <laughs> I think i think it's also an easy doctrine to kind of like absorb and, and listen to and yeah. be you know it, it makes it makes you feel good right because it's not it's a different doctrine than what the bible is telling you there's no persecution. There's no laying down right. your life. There's no dying to self. There's no picking up your cross daily. You know, there's no, you know, he who will hold on to his life will lose it. Right. You know, he yeah. who loses his life for my sake. Will, you know, like, there's none of that. Right. So when it's all, hey, all you got to do is have some faith, believe it, yeah. name it, claim it, say it. You must say it out loud, you yeah. know. Oh, it's like, oh, okay, well, I'm just going to keep doing that until something's going to happen. Right. Because it happened to this guy, and that's what he's saying he's doing, you know, yeah. like, and he's saying it's in the Bible, and he's showing uh. me a few scriptures. It makes it's you like wonder, it's though. ravenous wolves, dude. They, yeah. There's people out, this, it's, it's strictly greed, rooted in pride. Yeah. 
it's all just greed. It's it's nasty. I was gonna say like if that is even possible, I'm I'm mad. I'm furious. Here's why. Here's why I'm mad. I'm gonna tell you why I'm mad. <laughs> right? I'm mad because if there are people out here who can name it and claim it and declare it and decree it, yes, sir. Change the world with that. Mm. You know what I'm saying? Like do something. Do something bigger than a house. Yeah. And a car for yourself. Do yeah. something bigger than yourself. Yeah. Let's do that. You know yes, what I'm saying? Sir. Like let's 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 end some poverty. Mm-hmm. Right. Let's get 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 money for everybody. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? We should all be straight. If you can make this happen yeah. at your word, mm-hmm. we should be seeing we should be seeing some incredible things happen all over the world. Yeah. As a result, all you have to do is believe. Yeah, like help us out. Yes, you sir. know, if, if it's if it's that simple and easy. Yeah, you know what I mean? Because like, you know how it says like uh, like <laughs> you don't get what you pray for because you spend it on your own desires. Yeah, and these name and claim it people. You know, if you, you pay attention to the intentions of the prayers or that type of mentality, the result is materialism for yourself. Yeah. You know, that's 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 the bad part about it. It's yeah. like these people who. You know how the Bible says, like, in latter days, you know, people will listen to whatever their itching ears want to hear yeah, and stuff like that. Yeah. And it's like, those are just sheep going to the slaughter. Yeah. And they're no more, or we at those points are no more innocent for that, you know? Mm. It's because, like, hey, you wanted to hear this. Right. You didn't really want to read the Bible. You just wanted to... You just wanted the good word. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? You just wanted to What's feel my good. takeaway? Yeah, what's my takeaway? I'm going to get a word today, that type of thing. Yeah. You ain't want to really understand who Christ was. You ain't really want to like, you know, it says we suffer with Christ and all this type of stuff. Yeah. We perfect his suffering and all this stuff like this. Uh. You ain't, you ain't really come to hear that. Right. You don't want to hear the full Bible. Like, you just want to hear like the stuff. And I get it. Yeah. I was on that page. For sure. You know, until it was like, oh, this ain't real. <laughs> Yeah, you know, like yeah. this is just a whole bunch. It's like theatrics. Dang, man. You know, yeah. And it leaves you feeling hopeful, hopeless rather. Oh, <laughs> you know what it also does, though. Go ahead. It also puts words, like spoken words, at a at a higher place than maybe they should be. Meaning, like, it can make you feel like if someone speaks something bad over your life. You know, huh. you may be a little bit frantic. It may make you quiver a little bit. It may make you doubt God, you know, because of if, if you're hearing like if you're hearing how powerful words are and you're hearing verses like, you know, life or death is in the power of the tongue and mm-hmm. stuff like this. And the tongue is a rudder and sets a, whole, a man's whole life on fire and stuff. Right. Yeah. And you hear these things out of context and, you know, you'll, you'll run into somebody who may say something bad about you. Not that there aren't you know witches and warlocks and stuff like this out there you know but like it can make you uh doubt the power of god it can make you doubt christ's power over uh demons your power over demons and stuff like this you know what i'm saying because you are just in this realm of like speaking things into existence world you know what i'm saying yeah where it's like now i am totally hypersensitive to words that are spoken oh yeah. you know what i'm saying yeah because i think that it's manifesting in the universe and then, type I, of thing. then you got to walk around like i received that I, wait i don't receive that yeah i don't exactly. receive that please yeah yeah take that back take no, that no, back. no no you know what I'm saying? yeah that ain't for me yeah you gotta be on guard i can yeah. see i can see that and what, yeah. it, what we were talking about with this like is that you know the whole the whole thing is like hey you know read the bible in context right you know yeah. Uh, oh, 
My bad. Yeah. The other one we were talking about, um, where people were saying that they could command God based on that scripture in Isaiah, mm. right? Where mm-hmm. he, like, they took a portion, that, <laughs> they took a phrase, right? Yeah. And look, I'm laughing, but I've gone for this stuff before. Yeah. What I'm saying is like, you know, as babes, and that's what's dangerous about it. Like, we have babes in Christ, mm-hmm. you know? I mean, you see it with natural children. Like, you could teach a child anything, mm-hmm. you know what I'm saying? But as they grow up, they be like, dang, all that stuff daddy told me wasn't even true. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. So it's like, as babes in Christ, man, we are like, you know, kind of subject or not, I won't say subject, but like we're more impressionable mm. until we come into a deeper full of knowledge of the truth. Right. So I'm saying like there was a point in time where I would hear these types of things and I'd be like, Yo, yeah, OK, that's, interesting. Yeah, that's what's up. You know, if you hear it presented by a passionate pastor yes. or just preacher, period, yes. you know what I mean? With like, you know, enough other <laughs> uh, seemingly scriptural support, mm-hmm. you'll fall for it. You yeah. know what I mean? But like this one uh, that we're talking about right now comes from the Isaiah 45 and 11 yeah is it 45 and 11 I got you probably right yeah oops I'm sorry okay well I got 55 and 11 that's one oh that's century. another one yeah that's a different one. dang that's a whole different <laughs> my bad it's so many <laughs> but this one says uh okay my bad I was so this is actually Isaiah 45 verses 11 through 12 mm-hmm. and it says dang it's like you almost got to read what's before this and yeah. really hear it right a little bit all right let me do that then all right, I'm going to start at verse 9. This is Isaiah 45 and 9, and it says, it's NIV too. It says, Woe to those who quarrel with their maker, those who are nothing but potsherds. I never heard that one before. <laughs> Among the potsherds on the ground. Does the clay say to the potter, what are you making? Mm-hmm. Does your work say the potter has no hands? Woe to the one who says to a father, what have you begotten? Or to a mother, what have you brought to birth? This is what the Lord says, the Holy One of Israel and its maker concerning things to come. Mm-hmm. Do you question me about my children or give me orders about the work of my hands? It is I who made the earth and I who created mankind on it. But in verse 11, right, mm-hmm. I think the King James Version just has this phrase that says, command ye me. Mm-hmm. Right. And so here like god is talking about the total opposite of that like yeah. yo don't question what i'm doing yeah. <laughs> you know what i mean like yep. the actual place you know what what i'm doing yeah you know so yep. how could we take this particular scripture and flip it to the complete opposite of it and then use it as a basis for the fact that we can command god to do things yep you know so it's like he's he's, he's addressing this exact thing yo i i fell victim <laughs> to something that is in the same vein dude. Yeah. job 38 and 12 okay it says, have you ever commanded the morning to appear and caused the dawn to rise in the east? <laughs> English Standard Version says, have you commanded the morning since your days began and caused the dawn to know its place? Uh-huh. There's this book out there called yeah. Command the Morning. Wow. Right? And the dude was like, in the Bible, it says, have you ever commanded the morning and da 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 da? This is something that we haven't unlocked. Uh-huh. There are principalities of the day and the night wow. and in the morning you're supposed to wake up and command those demons and th- okay so it had me sitting on my bed a few years back <laughs> talk about son you will obey me oh. today <laughs> <laughs> just son just outlandish stuff wow and then it just glory to god that you know yeah. i was able to just 
he knocked me in my head. Like, what, what are yeah. you doing? But see, like babe in Christ. Babe type, in Christ. Type of stuff. Yeah. You know what I mean? And I think it's like, look, God knew that was going to happen. You yeah. know, God knows these false teachings are out there. Right. And it's like, God knows that when we come to him as babes in Christ, we're trying to find identity. Right. So we're going to get up and fall and we, we're trying to walk. Yeah. And soon we're gonna be walking just fine. Yeah. But it's like, yeah, I'm trying to find out who is who's going on in, yeah. in this new life of but mine. You, you know what's crazy though, right? Is uh like <laughs> that's funny by the I way. Command the sun. Yeah, well, you you uh you a powerful dude. Yeah, boy, oh boy. <laughs> but <laughs> but it, it just goes to show you, man, that truth is preserved for those who continue to seek for it. Mm. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. So it's like if you obey and you stay a babe. Like these these false teachings, mm-hmm. you know, will, will you know they can be presented. You'll believe them. You'll be walking around with them forever. Mm-hmm. But like as you continue to seek truth, mm-hmm. you begin to filter these types of things out. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? So it's like that's that's why I said like you were saying earlier. Like it's so important for us to like really start to get acquainted with the word. Mm-hmm. You know, and really ask God like yeah. give like may I have some of that wisdom, please help me to understand, help me to come into the real like if you look at what paul was saying like he would be t- teaching people like all right like look y'all like how y'all y'all keep falling for this stuff y'all mm-hmm. falling for the same you know like all this stuff with the the uh, circumcision or the law y'all mm-hmm. keep falling for this stuff he's like so i'm praying that y'all will come into a deeper fuller knowledge mm-hmm. of the truth i'm praying that y'all will have you know a deeper understanding but mm-hmm. that's to do away with the false doctrines and the false teachings and mm-hmm. like all the lies that were being presented or the things that they just you know started to accept uh, from false gospel, you know, a false gospel that was being presented. So it's yeah. like we got to continue to 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 go growing into yeah. yeah. Like we got to like this my, truth because what starts to happen, you know, my sheep my sheep hear my voice, yeah, Ooh. and they know my voice. Uh-huh. You know what I'm saying? So it's like you you begin to grow closer with God. You you reading the Word. You're, he's starting to reveal His character to you in the Word, and you're understanding. Yeah. And certain things after a while just they don't they don't add up. Right, and then sometimes, right. yeah, maybe just a scripture you don't understand, but sometimes it's like, nah, this don't even sound like God. Yeah, this wow. doesn't even, this doesn't even, this ain't the God that I know right now. Right, this ain't the God in the Bible. Yeah, he said he does this. He, I ain't know we could speak things into existence. Right, yeah. where does it say that at? Yeah, it says that he does that. Yeah, we're not attributing any of that to us. You know, like certain things, like. And so, you know, especially for me, man, these days I'm uh, I'm hypersensitive to that stuff, dude, because it's, I don't know what your timeline looks like, but my timeline, there's a lot of this, your season, oh, you know, next yeah. year, God is going to do amazing things in your life. Woo, woo, woo. And I'm just like, where is this yeah. in the Bible? You know what I noticed? Have you read the Bible? It's so many much better promises today. You don't yeah. have to wait for the next season. Like, wow. Yeah. Well, I feel like it's always my season, though. Like according to my timeline, <laughs> yeah, you're right. <laughs> Every season's my season. Yeah, I get it. You know, <laughs> as a babe in Christ, I used to get excited about that. <laughs> but he, but he, I feel bad for laughing. This is a jam session though, so I, I'm gonna laugh a little bit. But like, man, like, is it ever the off season? Mm. You know, is it never not my season? Is it ever yeah. my season to suffer? Mm. Is it ever my season to go without? Is it ever my season is to like seek God? Yeah. Is it ever my you know what I'm saying? Yeah. Is it ever like when are those seasons? And what is your season? Yeah, like what is your season? What does it start and end? Like what are the dates? What does your season look like to right. you when yeah. everything is good and you ain't seeking God right. for asking Him for for help? Yeah. If that's your season, then I don't want that. Right. I don't want that season. Yeah. I want to always be on my face. God, I need you. Yeah. 
You know yeah. what I'm saying? That that I don't need the the paradise now. That ain't what he said in his word that we have. Right. So I don't want that then. Yeah. My season. I think I think that's the the thing, man. Is um like these types of sayings like they they make us yeah watery you know they make us kind of lazy you know they make us selfish Mm -hmm. uh they create like barriers for Mm -hmm. us you Mm -hmm. know to to real truth like for instance um the whole sow a seed thing right Mm -hmm. like sow a seed financially to to you know you're gonna reap Mm -hmm. what you sow kind of a thing mm-hmm. man i feel like i'm on dangerous territory right now like the reason i'm bringing it up is because i remember how it used to make me feel okay right so i'm only talking about marcus i'm not saying what is i'm not saying what isn't mm-hmm. i'm just talking about marcus's experience but i developed as a babe in christ mm-hmm. this mentality that i would go in you know, like if I wanted to get my blessings, it became as simple as sowing a seed. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Number one, I was focused on my blessings. Yes, sir. Right. It wasn't building the kingdom. It wasn't working for God. It wasn't salvation mm. for myself nor others. You know, it wasn't getting my heart right. Mm-hmm. It wasn't about how I treated my wife. It wasn't mm-hmm. about how I treated anybody else. Mm. You know, it wasn't about like, do I even know the word of God? Mm-hmm. It wasn't about do I know what you know my shepherd's voice sounds like mm-hmm. it wasn't about any of those things it was just like can i get my blessings and then in order to get my blessings it was as simple as sowing a seed you know it had nothing to do it had nothing to do with god mm-hmm. it was just or the kingdom or any of that it was and just sowing a seed meaning give money yeah like give money yeah. to the, the church. church yeah 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 and i'm not i'm not saying like yeah i feel like this goes without saying like i'm not saying that you know, your giving to a church or giving to the work of God is something that is that goes without blessing. Yeah. I'm not saying that yeah, yeah, yeah. whatsoever. I'm just talking about like the type of mentality that could be had by those believing that it's that simple. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? And like I am against doctrines that teach that uh getting from God is to be had at that, you know, uh financial yeah, to be had in like a financial way, but then also at that level of simplicity. You Ooh, know what I'm saying? Okay. Like, like this is about a relationship with God, not you getting what you're trying to get. Okay. You know what I'm yes, saying? Yes, you know, sir. so it's, I don't know, man. It's in this life. Yeah, like, in yeah. this life. And I feel like this type of thing goes right in line with like that name it, claim it mentality, that speak things into existence yeah. mentality. Like it's it's just very like, yeah kind of selfish and like narrow-minded yeah you know where it says do not store up for yourselves treasures here but rather treasures in heaven right yeah and it's like yeah he he's already even telling us like look don't don't just hoard stuff don't don't just keep all this stuff yeah i'm gonna meet your needs he's told us that in his word plenty of times he meets our needs like we don't have to want so much you know what i'm saying right right that that whole uh sow a seed thing i think came up recently dude uh-huh. with like kanye one of his sunday services not not his fault yeah but i think he had somebody uh come through and they did that uh, that good old trick man the, uh, god told me 20 people was gonna give a thousand dollars that type of thing yeah. people were doing it and apparently like you know certain certain people were like man that's why i don't go to church yeah you know like yeah. this is and that's not look 
I don't know where Jokers got that from. I don't know where Cat started doing that. I don't know what. It had to be one a, a first person yeah. that started this whole, like, God told me this, this, and this. Yeah. I've seen pastors do that. And yeah, it's like, same. it's very manipulative. And like you're saying, there are people out there who they are in need, possibly, and they right. do want. Or there might be people out there who just want more stuff. Yeah. And they are going to say, oh, okay, if you're telling me you sow this seed, God is going to bless you. They're going to give probably their last dollar. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. And it's like, you know, we could sound a little grumpy with this stuff, but it's it's more so just for me, at least speaking for myself, it's like, um, I guess it's righteous indignation, dude. It's yeah. like, it's frustration to see brothers and sisters, first of all, get abused by like, you yeah. know, leadership. That's really at the core of it. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, for real. And then it's also um, seeing the church misrepresented by people to the world where now you know you got these shows out here that are straight up mocking that kind of lifestyle right you got that hbo show that's doing it you know you talking about uh the oprah joint nah the oprah joint is like the black one okay whatever it's it's called green something right? green leaf yeah right and then but you have the, a white one that's on hbo oh wow yeah where it's like a white family and they're like mega church pastor family type of thing yeah they yeah you wow. know what i'm saying so yeah not and not to say that they they're just doing what they do yeah. You can expect them They making money Whatever uh -huh. But like It's a mockery though And yeah. it's based in truth You know it's, it's satire Wow You know So Hey man We kinda We kinda take this This little I guess like Position A lot on this show Yeah In these conversations But Man It's it's frustrating to see Every single day Like yo What is What are you doing Yeah Yeah Well I'll tell you my friend My I'll tell you I'll tell you. <laughs> I'll tell you. <laughs> I'll tell you. <laughs> My frustration with it is exactly the reason that you mentioned. Like, mm -hmm. it keeps people out. Yes, sir. Right? It's like the world, when they see these types of things, they look at the church as a money grab. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? And, like, if people feel like, number one, like, if you feel like anything is going to cost you something, you you think twice about it mm -hmm. you know what i mean so it's like people see oh well, if i start going to church they're just gonna be asking me for money all the time mm -hmm. i'm gonna just stay out of church you know and then like you go to scripture where are they asking for money all the time at you know mm -hmm. when you do see paul ask you know for people to give it's to help believers right who are without mm -hmm. you know what mm -hmm. i'm saying so he's like you see him throughout the epistles collecting money right but it's for a group of people who are literally without things Right. So it's believers helping believers. Mm -hmm. Right. But if I just see, okay, like this church is just kind of collecting money or there's like this, this building fund or, you know, like the pastor is just getting richer and richer. Mm. I'm kind of turned off by those things. Mm -hmm. You know mm -hmm. what I mean? And so it keeps me out. It becomes a barrier of entry, you know, to yeah. me going into any church. Like that's my, that's my beef with it. You know, because I think about like, no, don't get me wrong. <laughs> like I got to I feel like every statement like this has to be. Like there are churches out there that are taking your money and putting it to good use. Absolutely. You know what I'm saying? So I'm not I'm not making a comment. And it's like, not wrong to have a lot of money. Yeah, it's not wrong to have a lot of money, but it's like we we also got to just consider like how is how like how is it viewed mm -hmm. by those of the world to some extent? Yes, sir. You know what I'm saying? Like we don't want them to think that we're we you know or like any leaders of a church are collecting money from people to to live lavish lives and right. things like that you right. know what i'm saying and like even this is a dangerous conversation because like well, who draws the line yeah you know mm -hmm. what i'm saying between like 
lavish and normal mm -hmm. like you know. i mean i personally i, I mean we, we could look to scripture on it dude yeah. and it's like if a person is in need it's a clear theme in scripture that you should help that person yeah. in need right you know so if you find yourself with an abundance and you're not helping people in need yeah there's something wrong probably right. yeah you're probably not living according to the will of god in in that area of your life right you probably could help more people because you have an abundance you know right so like when i see pastors who live these lavish lives and all of that my thought is like well i hope everybody in your congregation yeah. is is you know has all their needs met right and I'm not talking about like student loans and, you know, I'm not talking about accounting for people's mistakes. I'm saying like, I hope they at least, you know, everybody got, eating. Yeah. Everybody eating. They got, you know, they not starving. Yeah. They got a place to go. They got a place to, you know, raise their children and their family. Like this the right. basic stuff. Yeah. You know, after that, it's like, all right, we can, we can start splitting hairs a little bit, but like, yeah. are you the needs of your people met? Yeah. Cool. If right. not, then you, you need to help them out yeah. with your money. Yeah, like your money, actually. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, that's how I look at it. Because that see seems to be what was going on in Acts, like the people giving all their stuff to uh -huh. the church and splitting it up and giving to those who needed it. Yeah, you so know, what no saying? one was without. No one was without. You know, I think another one of the issues of it is kind of like with the Pharisees, like because uh -huh. a lot of times what happens is this, right? We'll hear about these people and. Will find out that they've been preaching the word and prospering from the word, and then we find out that they were weren't living according to the word, and they've oh, been yeah. living in sin, right? You know, habitual sin, and it's like you know, Paul in Romans two twenty two, he's like, you know, you who teach others, do, do oh, this is twenty one, you who then then who teach others, do you not teach yourself? While you pre preach against stealing, do you steal? You who say that one must not commit adultery, do you commit adultery? You know, and he's going on like this. Um, just to kind of like point out the hypocrisy, like you lord this stuff over other people, but you know, are you actually living according to it yourself? Right. Um, yeah. So that that is the another like you know frustration, and it brings shame on the church, you yeah. know, and it I think it could hurt people's faith sometimes too. Like man, you know, like I thought I thought this I thought this was real. Yeah. And this dude was a phony the whole time, man. I don't trust him. Wow. Yeah, man. I don't know where we're going, but I think we uh huh. we just a little little light rant. A little bit. A little ranty. I got some other things. Uh-oh. I mean, since we ranting. Uh-oh. Uh -oh. Now, I got into a, um, this is kind of along the same lines, right, as like, because now you got me thinking about different things that keep people out. This is a jam session, so we just yes, kind of free-flowing, right? But like other things that keep people out of church. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? And uh. I got into this good conversation with my man, and we were talking about um, Francis Chan. Okay. And how Francis Chan has started all these like home churches over in you mm -hmm. know on the West Coast, right? I don't want to say LA and be wrong, but like at least it's on the West Coast. Mm -hmm. And Francis Chan was talking about how like you know these mega churches and stuff just kind of like didn't have the intimate church feel for real. Mm -hmm. You know, he was like, you know, you got thousands of people in there, and you know. People are all kinds of, you know, disconnected, not really knowing their neighbor and stuff like that. Facts. Not even really connected to the pastor. Like, how can you be pastored by a pastor who you don't really have a connection with? Facts. You know what I'm saying? Like, yeah. brought up a lot of relevant points. And, like, like I saw a lot of what he was saying from, like, a interview that Francis Chan gave at Facebook. 
Okay. So you can look that up on YouTube, you know what I'm saying, see the types of things he was talking about. I think the title of the video actually was like, Why I Gave Up My Mega Church. Okay. Right. So it's, it's a pretty good conversation to watch. But, you know, we kind of, you know, that kind of went from, you know, the whole Francis Chan thing to, like, how do, how do we lose that type of a feeling? You know mm-hmm. what I mean? Like, how do we lose this intimate, real church thing? Yeah. You know, and I think it's, I think it's just man just kind of started creating slowly over time, like its own like traditions and hmm. you know, and creating its own barriers of entry in different ways. And one one of the things we were talking about was uh, you know, um, the millennial walking into and just kind of imagine this like in your mind, the millennial walking into uh, a church from like, you know, like let's say like a church like maybe I don't know down south, you know, in the '90s or something okay. like that, right? Well, like everybody's like super duper dressed up, you know, ladies got on the big hats, grandma got the big hat on, you mm-hmm. know, church fan and all that. Right. Um, a millennial walking into that setting, like how how awkward do they feel? How disconnected from that environment and setting yeah. do they feel? You mm-hmm. know what I'm saying? But in many ways, it's like that type of church like still exists today. You know, yeah. we're like the millennial is trying to figure out like. You know, oh, oh, they got, you know, it's a lot of traditions, a lot of things that were held on, you know, from grandma's era and stuff like that. How do I begin to get acquainted with that? Like, you know, like, how do I feel like I'm a part of this particular thing? And I think Mm -hmm. that's what a lot of us, you know, in our particular generation are like struggling with Mm. right now is like, number one, you got a book that's 2000 years old, Mm -hmm. you know, that, uh, it's hard to understand in many ways mm-hmm. you know what i'm saying and so it's like you have this aged book you know um written in king james version it's like wouldn't it be more helpful for us to be, you know and you see translations like the message bible trying to bring uh-huh. it up to date personally feel like a lot got lost in that translation but mm-hmm. you know you you see people trying to create these newer translations and stuff like that. nlt is really good mm-hmm. you know but it's like i also kind of see not only is it hard to understand like this word or 2000 years you get where i'm going like, yeah you know but it's like when we walk into a church that hasn't really modernized yeah. to speak to the millennial you know mm-hmm. like for instance like we were talking about uh, you open up the bible app <laughs> right and you listen to the audio version of the bible app uh like you just go to psalms and push play on king james or niv even yeah go with niv and you're going to hear somebody who sounds like Abraham. Right. Yeah. <laughs> you know, like playing himself, like reading, <laughs> reading, right. reading the word of God to you. Right. You know what I mean? It's like, if I'm at all interested in, you know, listening to the word and I hear that, I'm like, ah. Disconnected. Yeah. yeah. You know? So it's like, I feel like we almost have to put in, he made this very interesting point. He was like, man, we're being lazy when it comes to the word. It's like, we're not trying to modernize it because we're comfortable. You know what I'm saying? Like, even yeah. if you think he brought up this point, he was like, even if you look at the King James Version, you know, whenever they created it, like, the Bible wasn't in English. It wasn't in King James English originally, mm-hmm. right? It was in Hebrew, Aramaic, and Greek. Mm-hmm. But they went through all the trouble of making sure that people of that particular era could understand it. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? And he was like, well, where is that today? Are yeah. we are we really kind of putting that same level of effort to make sure that everybody today understands what was going on? Yeah. Or are we trying to hold on to traditions because we're afraid of the modernization effort? Yeah. You know what I'm saying? We're afraid of like the millennial in modernizing it for the millennial, we're going to lose truth. Mm-hmm. You know, but it's like, well, truth is truth. 
you don't lose truth right <laughs> you know what i'm saying but we do have to make it appealing for the millennial mm-hmm. you know so you know we you know you could you could look at like holding on to traditions uh you know silly things like getting people to dress up or forcing them to sing hymnals or you know like all that kind of stuff mm-hmm. it's like these are all barriers to, to getting the millennial acquainted with the truth that they need you know what yeah. i'm saying like i don't know bro. <laughs> like, nah i'm with you i tend i tend to like i tend to fall in the i guess in the middle uh-huh. of that conversation often yeah. and maybe even more so leaning toward the more like what do you call it uh conservative mm-hmm. side because i feel like the make making it attractive like you're saying for the millennial yeah i think it has to be done but with wisdom with because wisdom, i think it's sure. like a slippery slope yeah where it's like now you know we just straight up having a, a concert yeah and then we ain't even talk about the word we just right. came to have a good time you know what i'm yeah. saying yeah. and kick it which is fine but you know, I think they're, I think, you know, and, and you made me think about like, well, we have to talk about what church is. Right. You know? Yeah. Like when we say we go to church, you know, we all say this type of stuff. Like we are the church, right. you know, um, we have the Holy Spirit in us. So we are the church. We are the body of Christ. Yeah. Church in the world. But like when we go to church, to the building, it's it's just a congregation of a you know a body of believers or a group of believers in a specific area yeah that's what it should be and so now we got to start asking questions like okay so what should what does the bible say that a group of believers when they get together what should they be doing Mm -hmm. you know so we got to search the scriptures and see stuff like this so yeah when it comes to like you brought up like you know hymnals and stuff like that it says like Paul says, like, you know, encourage each other, singing spiritual songs and, mm-hmm. and hymns and stuff like this. So I I tend to fall on, like, I'm cool with, with singing hymns. Yeah. But I do understand, like, that there are people who are turned off by hymns. You know what I'm saying? Totally. Yeah. But so, is, it, is it hymns itself or is it hymns from the 80s? You right. You know what I'm saying? Right. And like, that's, and that's, that's another part of yeah. me. Me personally i'm a little, i'm ignorant to the music side of christianity mm, yeah you know because uh pastor g was telling me the other day like you know a lot of the hymns are like updated or you know like oh, or they're wow. using current songs like some yeah. of the lyrics from them and stuff so i'm but like i'm talking about them old hymns <laughs> <laughs> that you will hear on like yeah. white christian radio stations uh-huh. you know what i'm saying like i'm cool with listening to some of those because again i'm a, a nerd a word nerd yeah so i like the fact that they are they rich they are it's rich in yeah. the word hymns like it's actual scripture that is being sung and i think that's awesome yeah. you know what i'm saying yeah. i'd rather listen to that honestly than like i'm blessed get your blessings go get it go that's i can't i'm not i'm lo- you losing me yeah like I'm, i need I'm my mind you. to be if i'm if i'm if i'm gonna be taking time to like i guess I don't, I don't mean to sound like this, but like if I want to be in God mode, you yeah. know what I'm saying, where I'm not looking at sports or something like that, like, mm-hmm. but I'm actively trying to like you know worship and stuff. Yeah. I want it to be really, really rich. Right. I don't. That don't work for me. But I get though that it works for some people, and they love listening to the modern like Christian stuff. And I like some of it too. Yeah. You know what I mean? Don't get me wrong. Like the dude with the list. What's his name? Travis something. Travis Scott Green. 
This no. dude. <laughs> Travis you see Green. what Marcus looks like, too? <laughs> uh, Travis Green, yeah. Yeah, like, I like a lot of cats. Dude with the list. <laughs> <laughs> you know, but... So I, I, I'm, I, I'm with you, but I, I fall in the middle, dude, with this yeah. kind of stuff. Like, yeah, I just fall in the middle. Yeah. It's weird. It's, a, it's one of them things, because it's like, I feel like you could... Like, I don't want to see a 55-year-old dude, and I've seen this... Up mm-hmm. on stage wearing, you know, what he just saw in, on Instagram, nineteen uh, year old wearing. Like, yeah. come on, you look, you look silly, bro. I hear that. You know what I'm saying? Like, that. that's the type of stuff I'm talking about. Like, yeah, but it, it, just, ain't, it ain't like uh, I guess what I'm, what I'm talking about. I, f- I feel you on that. I don't, I don't want to <laughs> see that either. I honestly, like, don't. yo, you 80, bro. Take them. Take <laughs> you don't them, need no skinny jeans. Yeah, on, you don't bro. need the skinnies and the uh, and the and the Yeezys on, man. Like, relax. <laughs> and God versus by any shirt. Yeah, <laughs> thank you. Like, where where your your suit? <laughs> Oh man! Stay in your lane. <laughs> but I'm thinking like, uh, I don't know, man. Like you have like some uh, nothing wrong with this either. But like some congregations where it's like, oh, you know, like we we dress up for the Lord. Oh, <laughs> you know? okay. Like, like that kind of a thing. You know what I'm saying? Where the millennials like, hey, I just want to check out church, and now it's like, okay, I guess I got to dress up to come here. Right. And it's like, but where? We you know. Well, why? You know mm-hmm. what I'm saying? Like, our only clothing is supposed to be, like, righteousness. Yeah, <laughs> you know what I'm yeah. saying? Like, not, yeah. like, ties and slacks. Yeah, you know? Like, yeah. that kind of, you know, silly and stuff like that. At least just put a nice effort in. Come, yeah. Come looking how you look. What you think is nice. Yeah. That's how I feel. What you think is nice. What you think is nice. What you, would, like, huh. I'm I'm not a, a just roll out in your PJs type oh, of dude. Oh, well, yeah, yeah. Nah, come yeah. through like you actually... A, about to hang out with other believers you yeah, know what i'm saying yeah like why don't don't make me look at you in your pjs bro yeah, like, like have some respect with it have some respect don't make me look at that no do not make me look at that I'm, like you're making me feel like we whack yeah like no nah, we're not that. whack i see that if your suit is your that. thing cool yeah. but don't make me feel like we just you don't really care where you coming yeah no nah, you coming to hang with the bros and sisters let's kick I it if that. you was going to the club you would Put your freshest on. True that. You know? I can see that. But I definitely have been places where I feel like, oh, they do not like that I'm wearing jeans right now. And I don't, I don't like that either. Yeah. It's like, it should, it should certainly be, I don't know. Like, it shouldn't be any, any rules with that kind of stuff, man. But I just, I'm just thinking of, like, things that, like, keep people out. That's it. You know? Yeah, and it's it's different things like these might not even be good examples, but to some to some degree they are examples that exist, dude. You know, that's a whole episode. Yeah, it is like barriers to entry. Yeah, you know, because I feel I just feel like man, like people are choosing. I don't even I don't even know this. Yeah, I feel like people are leaning towards the alternatives mm-hmm. <laughs> just because of the silly things that man has come up with. Yeah. And add it to church, mm-hmm. you know. It's like oh, they do this, they do that, they do this. I don't want to parse of that. Let me go check this out. Yeah. But then when you look at most of that stuff, it's like that ain't even biblical anyway. It got nothing to do with the faith, mm-hmm. you know. It's just something that, you know, Pastor X Y Z came up with yeah. a long time ago. Why they gotta have the parking spots right there? Yeah, like it doesn't even make sense. <laughs> it's stuff like that, man. Yeah, man. But uh, there's a lot of that. We you can do go. That. You can go to so many different churches and see. Yeah. Just weird stuff. Yeah. So weird. Yeah. But I just think that the, uh, like the truth of the gospel, man, is like, it's not, it doesn't come with a bunch of rules. You mm-hmm. know, of course, it's against sin. You know what I'm saying? But like, it's, it's pure. It's refreshing. It's like, 
it's not burdensome Mm-mm. you know it's it's like you want it mm-hmm. you know what i'm saying when you really get to the truth like you want it mm-hmm. and it's like i feel like today people look at it as burdensome as weighty yeah. as you know are there all these rules like we come up with stuff like you know you don't come to church backslide like <laughs> yep. stuff like that you are you wasn't there today brother everything good yeah <laughs> like I stuff like that right. man like what, feel what well. we talk about where does it come from <laughs> right you know if i got a, a relationship with god you know and mm-hmm. it's strong doesn't matter you know I, I think the church has incredible value don't yes, get me sir. wrong you know what i'm saying like we certainly need to be edified without without question mm-hmm. you know what i'm saying but like if i miss a service you know mm-hmm. we, sh- we shouldn't be questioning somebody's faith because the service is missed yeah that kind of stuff is keeping people out, mm-hmm. you know, and making people feel burdened by the whole thing. So stuff like that. I think mm-hmm. we should do like an episode, like you know, like, mm. let's get beyond these barriers, man. Let's let's wow. take these weights off. Yeah, you know, that kind of stuff. But yeah, that's enough. That's enough. That's enough. That's yeah. enough for tonight. That's a whole. That's a whole <laughs> pot to stir, man. Yeah, yeah. But uh, well, thank you for listening. Yes, to us, thank you. So us a ramble. And, but listen to the smooth uh, um, sounds, the soothing sounds of uh, <laughs> Jason and Marcus out the dog. <laughs> that sounded all kinds of crazy. Uh, all right, y'all. All right, y'all. Later. Later. Thank you guys for checking out this episode of the Word in the World podcast. We hope you guys enjoyed it. Please remember to rate, review, subscribe, and repost with the hashtag the Word X the World podcast. Also, we'd love to hear from you, so please send your questions, comments, praise reports, and testimonies, basically any and everything. We just want to talk to you guys. Send everything to contact us at thewordxtheworld.com. Have a great week, and be sure to check out next week's episode. Peace.